0: You can look for new limited edition 15 packs of Original 16 Canadian Pale Ale. Each pack includes a mix of collectible cans for the ultimate Flames fan to proudly display. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames.
1: Hi everyone and welcome inside Flames Post Game Live. It's brought to you by Original 16. Brendan Parker alongside Corey Sarich and breaking down uh, an entertaining one here tonight against the Los Angeles Kings, a team they played just over one week ago. It was in Los Angeles and uh, as Daryl Sutter laid out this morning, a few high end, uh, at least high scoring games against this team tonight was kind of uh, textbook, almost playoff style in terms of. Low scoring and a, maybe a couple of non-goals in there, but what would you make of tonight overall and uh, the way that the Flames got it done?
2: Yeah, there were a lot of goals and a lot scored on the Flames' side, but unfortunately, a few of them called back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, this
2: was much more enjoyable to watch than the last one. I only made it through the first period of the last game. <laughs> so, right. no, it, it just it had a different feel tonight. They had had some grit right from the start. Uh, the Flames came out. They were bumping. They were banging. I thought that their fourth line did a really great job early of, kind of controlling the play and getting things going. Yeah. And it kind of allowed everybody else to get get rolling. And in the second period I thought they really took the game over. Yeah.
1: Well and let's uh, let's bring in our first uh guest as well. Just uh fresh out of the locker room. Andrew majpani stops in and uh congrats on the win, first of all. Obviously uh huge for your team. Uh what did you make of it tonight just the way it unfolds. Obviously uh, a little strange in that there was I think by the end of it three goals called back. But uh how did you get it done?
3: Yeah, no it was a great group effort uh, I thought I think uh we obviously wanted to play better than uh how we played against them in uh their barn there so i think uh our start was important and i think we came out and uh you know we we controlled the play and i think that just kind of set up the rest of the game for us that first shift the way they come out though uh you know
1: draw the penalty there and then to score on that power play how how, how does that kind of set up the game
3: yeah it's uh, it's important for us uh you know i think our our starts uh, need to be better and uh tonight was uh definitely a step in the right direction for us um but yeah, it was a kind of big goal by kind of our, our power play unit there. And, um, yeah, when you're going to need more of that down the stretch.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Brendan and I right. were talking just a little bit earlier. You had a pretty good view of one of the non-goals out there, the one that was in the crease. Give us your perspective.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was uh, a good goal. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, whatever, Toronto didn't uh, think so. But, <laughs> yeah, we were seeing it on the kind of the replay there. And I think, uh, you know, I think it was in the back of the net. But, uh, yeah, I think it was just kind of inconclusive. or yeah. And, um Yeah, and they they couldn't see it, so it was a tough one, but I I liked how we still, you know, battled and and just, you know, played a good defense uh, from that point on.
1: Yeah, you can kind of see, like, at one point, it looks like it does cross, but it was kind of chaos in the crease there. Um, Not often you'd see three in one game, but uh, that aside, you get the win, that's all that matters. What about uh, Jacob tonight? I mean, after that, you talked about kind of settling in, but at the end of the second specifically, some of the stops he made to keep it that 2-1 game.
3: Yeah, I think throughout the whole game, he was uh, making big key saves for us, so, um, you know, he's great goaltender and you know you showed it he showed it uh, tonight so uh we're gonna need more of that kind of down the stretch from him and um yeah you can't say it enough but yeah he had a great game today
1: uh just one last one for you and that's just the fact that uh, you guys have talked about making sure all these games are meaningful down the stretch as of now two points back of a playoff spot but just you know kind of describe the magnitude of this win and being able to carry it forward now
3: yeah, it's uh, a big win for our, our group uh, against a good team and uh you know we gotta use uh use this momentum and uh, you know keep it rolling down down the stretch here. Uh we don't have many games left so we gotta put all the kinda gotta try our best to kinda win out here. So uh yeah. it's gotta take it one game at a time, but um you know, we got the group to do it.
1: Congrats on the goal, congrats on the win. Yeah, thank yeah, you, appreciate luck. it. Appreciate it, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Andrew Manjapani stopping by the Flame CV desk and uh, some good stuff there, talking about uh, the goal to start it off and then obviously the way that they were able to finish it out and uh, we'll hear from daryl sutter saw him walking by as well and uh, maybe before we even get to daryl let's just take a look at how it all goes down tonight the highlights uh here courtesy a 2-1 victory for the calgary flames and what won't be included is uh, those no goals we'll get to those in a moment but here's the ones that actually counted and uh and it started on that power play as he described nice to get the uh, power play going early and andrew munch gets the goal
2: yeah and the flames just not even just on the power play but early in the game they were crisp really passing the puck around well and that's usually a good sign for this club No question. And uh, this one maybe gets the benefit of a bounce, but uh, Michael Backlund's
1: right where you're supposed to be in front of the net. He draws one of those helpers, 15 on the season for Andrew Mangiapane and a 1-0 lead. But uh, here is the response from the LA Kings. Sean Dersey gets some space walking in, and this was after a couple of already big stops from Jacob Markstrom, but uh, Dersey makes no mistakes on that shot.
2: Yeah, just a little bit, again, of miscommunication here on on this rush. You know, Flames have numbers back. I think they got a defenseman have to direct a little bit more there, give the forward some direction. Got to kind of fill that middle of the ice where that shot comes from. Just tighten up that gap a little bit there. And then uh, this obviously was a huge
1: factor in the game because it ends up going down as the game winner. Uh, I think it was a shot,
2: but maybe a perfect pass. I don't know. I'm not sure what Trevor was thinking there but he ran out of space you got to give the defenseman credit he came and took all oh, yeah. of his time and space away and good for him just not rifling into the shin pads he at least got it through, got it through. And, yep. yeah I guess one heck of a pass it was a perfect say. pass yeah uh, either way it was uh, right
1: on the tape of Walker Dewar and uh, he scores in back-to-back games six points in his last six games And we'll talk a little bit more about Walker Dewar as the night goes on but uh, maybe that line is before we hear from head coach Daryl
2: Sutter what what has that line given Uh, the team, not only tonight, but over the last couple of games here. Well, they logged a lot of ice time again tonight. And like I mentioned, I thought that they were the line that was going early. And you need that some nights. Some nights, you know, your top players log all the minutes generally. But sometimes you need, again, your third, your fourth lines to create the spark, to get going, to kind of set the tempo. And I thought they did a really nice job of that. And I thought that from those lines, there was a lot of body checks being thrown early. And it just it just helped establish the Flames game tonight. And they, I, f- I feel like they, they caught L.A. off guard a little bit and, you know, kind of ran with it. Yeah, well said. Uh, and, and
1: obviously closed it all out, which is the most important factor in this hockey game, carrying that 2-1 lead all the way to the finish line. Let's uh, get some reaction from inside the Ed Whelan Media Lounge. Let's hear from head coach Daryl Sutter now.
4: Okay, overcame some interesting calls. Still one.
5: The game with three disallowed goals? Probably,
4: but not very, I thought two of them were goals.
5: Can you listen on the discussion on the second disallowed goal, what the ref said to you at the bench?
4: Which one the was it?
5: The second one alone
4: took a little longer. The well, it's they, they, just exactly what they announced, inconclusive, but if I'm leaning on the net, and looking down there, I think I can see if it was in the net or not.
1: Is it nice to have a low scoring game versus this team, given the Barbers?
4: It's it one a goal, goal, goal game. Doesn't really make much difference. China. You know what? Goaltenders both made some big saves and and uh, got some calls.
2: You know, that's the
5: kind of game you preach, though, to hold that 2 1 lead for over two periods? Yeah, I don't think
4: that's the case anymore. I I don't think I've preached that. I think maybe 10 years ago you did. I think now you try to score the next one and keep big guys off the sheets.
2: That's a pretty lethal team to hold off the. the
4: yeah, scores. they have two big lines, that's for sure you look at the Kopitar line and those three top guys, and then they got three guys in the second line that they've traded or signed as unrestricted guys are pretty big horses for them.
5: In a, in a game that's this close, when you have those kind of calls that go against you, how do you make sure that it doesn't have an impact on the
4: move of the bench? Not much I can do about it. I'm not going out there. I
5: think it's, are, you, are you impressed by how your team, I guess, rolled with the yeah, You know game?
4: what, because we won a, um they just, if, guaranteed you, if they just scored to make it 2-2, two, two, you'd ask the next question the other coach, right? So. Daryl, can you speak to the importance of that breakaway saves, why
0: we're the you guys the still
4: ahead? Well, there's two or three of them. I mean, it's shorthanded breakaway they had. Uh, someone the at the end of the first period, block shot. Just, you know, it's under 30 seconds. just filter the puck through or behind. Uh, power play uh, also. So there's probably two or three. I mean, give give Marky full marks. Good. All, good. Thank you. Yep. All right, there's some uh,
1: thoughts from head coach Darryl Sutter, and uh, we'll pick up the conversation. A couple of different talking points there. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, we'll get to him in just a moment. But maybe first, let's go to uh, what he said. Uh, not often, you're going to have three disallowed goals in the, in the course of one hockey game. Um, Two of them he thought could have been goals. Let's take a look at all three, uh, how it all goes down uh, tonight in terms of those no goals. Um, obviously, the last two, I, I mean, I think last two are probably the ones he's talking about. Here's the first yeah, one, rasmus I Sanderson. The, I, think,
2: I think the first one's the easiest call here. Uh, Hannafin's up there, gets in Rasmus's road, makes him make an extra move. And when you see the other angle on this one, uh, pretty easy call, I think. From this angle here, foots in the air, yeah. other skates inside the... That's that's a no-brainer. The yeah. next the next one, the next two are interesting. Uh, especially the next one just took so long to, yeah, to figure did. out, and multiple camera angles. You're going to see that the refs in a in a pretty decent spot here to try to make the call. Yeah. But again, he calls it off right away too. And and puck's on the other side of the yeah. goalie's pads, so it's not a great angle for him either to make the call. Yeah. And. Yeah, eventually. This is the one that I think you can kind of see,
1: you know, where the puck's coming back, but you don't actually see it across the line. So you could see the argument either way, I guess.
2: And Lindholm's stick is in the road here, so you don't get a great look yeah. as to where that gap is between the red and the black. And I yeah. just think if they don't see that, they're going to stick with the call on the ice.
1: Yeah, and the assumption would be that it did cross the line, but you don't see it. And then this one, we kind of took it at, at first glance. It did look offside, but on close review, actually might have been onside. So...
2: Well, this one, there's only 11 seconds left in the game, so if you can't get her done from there, <laughs> yeah. and old schooled NHL, without yeah. all those reviews, the buck yeah. would have been dropped, and you just have to get it done. Yeah. So, it good on the, the flames difference. to get it done. Well, and maybe just specifically on that,
1: because it happens three different times, three different moments of the game. Still all one goal of games at the time when it is happening, but just the responses to it, because as you said, you know, there's two different ways you can handle that. You can either just continue on and play. Uh, the way that they did, or you could, you know, it could let let you uh, let it get rattled
2: a little bit. Yeah, you could get you can get angry at situations like that. Again, the first one pretty easy to let go. The second yeah. one, when you see the replay, you think that that puck is in the net, and I think more than likely it was. Yeah. So, easy for the Flames to kind of unravel, blame that, use it as, as an excuse. But I really like their couple shifts after that goal. Yeah. They just picked up right where they left off. They got back to business and kept going. And I thought in the second period, especially, this team. Took a lot of the momentum away from the or from the L.A. Kings. They cycled the puck well. They controlled the play, and most of the play was down in yeah. the uh, Kings' end that whole period. No question.
1: And uh, maybe uh, we're going to go inside the locker room here in just a moment. But let's uh, pick up on the other thing that that Daryl finished mm-hmm. with, and that's uh, Jacob Markstrom. And uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, I think 33 saves by the end of things tonight, but uh, some of the quality that he faced, uh, particularly
2: at big moments in this game. What did you make of uh, the night for number 25? Well, he just looked Super confident and positionally sound in his net. I mean, he wasn't having to make acrobatic saves, but he had to make some unbelievable saves just by his positioning, just by his reactions. And some of these second period chances by this Kings team, like they were grade A, especially the breakaway that Daryl has just spoken about.
1: Yeah, no question. And uh, you're you're seeing a real good look at all of them. I think this is one of those uh, sequences in the second. uh, Kapari comes in and uh, then there was this one that was right near the end of that second period and that was mavroy kind of point-blank. Uh, yeah, but really throughout the course of the entire night, equal to every task he faced. And uh, this is the one in the third period. I actually had a couple on Fiala, their leading scorer too.
2: Yeah, and the, just before this one, he makes a little pad save, fighting through the screen, probably doesn't even see the puck. But again, just because of his positioning, yeah, he makes the yeah, save. Makes the
1: save, yeah, absolutely. He was all over it all the night long. And uh, we'll hear from him in just a moment, but let's first hear from Elias Lindholm, who, uh, as we kind of talked about, was right in the middle of that uh, no goal. We'll see, and I'm sure here, his perspective on that sequence, uh, let's listen in on Elias Lindholm in the Flames locker room now.
0: start with your goaltender who had a couple of key saves for your group tonight. I know how much you guys value him, but he was dialed in again.
5: Yeah, he was sharp. Um, yeah, uh, made some big stops, and and yeah, he probably stole us uh, two points there three goals, not go your way or disallowed
0: or however you want to slice it up, that's pretty unique. You don't see that. What can you say about the resilience of your group to kind of keep going?
5: No, it's good. I mean, obviously you never know and, and uh, you know, we just stayed with it. Uh, Marky, like we talked about, uh, played really well in that and, and uh, you know, I thought in the third we we had uh, pretty good control.
1: During a long review, like the second goal, how do you keep your energy on the bench or how do you maintain focus when you're probably
5: like the fans and just looking around? No, you just kind of you know, stay in the, stay in the moment, and, and you know, not uh, not uh, focus too much on what's going on. So uh, just try to, you know, skate a little and and uh, get the legs going again. You had the best seat in the house. Was that puck in? I don't know. I Haven't seen the replay. Which is the which is the best stop that uh, you remember from Marsh? which one stands out for you? The today. Yeah. Uh, maybe the one on Fiala was uh, pretty solid. Uh, I don't know. That's just uh, the latest one I, I remember. It was probably somewhere out there. Uh, but, uh, no, that was a nice okay. well, at <coughs> the end of the first period of the, the breakaway there to uh, keep you guys in the home, I think was that? Yeah, no, it was huge. Uh, uh, you know, he was good all night. It looked really sharp. And, and uh, you, know, um, you know, we need to play like that. Jacob, this
0: was uh, a team that you
5: played tonight that kind of Smacked around a little bit down in L.A. and now
0: he's coming back. I'm sorry, sorry, uh, Elias, Rasmus. Um, but just the idea of a bounce back—it's a team that you know not only you have to be, but a team that uh, you, know, you wanted to get back. You know?
5: Yeah, obviously we we got smashed a couple uh, last week, and, and uh, you know they're a good team. Uh, play fast. Uh, have some good uh, good. Uh, uh, players that works hard and, and uh, you know and they seem to have a really good really good system that works for them so uh, you know they're hard hard to beat and, and obviously after 8-2 loss last week we want to get you know this one back and, and obviously we need it uh, we're in uh, uh, you know playoff mode.
6: Elias I know you were asked about the break at the end of the first
1: but that
0: whole sequence almost, like Fiala had a ton of
6: time, it's almost in slow motion. How did, how
5: did you see that sort of save play out there? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, he had a breaker from the from the red line, so it was almost like a, a penalty shot uh, or shootout, so, uh, you know, it was, you know, I thought Marcus still calm in there for, for a long time and, and you know, um, read him pretty well and, and uh, made a nice save, so, uh, yeah, he he was good.
0: Okay.
1: Thanks, Russ.
5: Thanks, Russ. Some uh, some good stuff there on Markstrom,
1: and uh, maybe a maybe a misname I think in there somewhere. i have mean, kind of caught the tail end of that, but uh, that is in fact Elias Lindholm. And uh, it, one of the things we were just kind of talking about, we looked at some of the highlights. But uh, you know, obviously a forward there played a big role in this game. But D-men were were kind of all over the fingerprints of this hockey game here tonight, and not just. Not just scoring wise, but uh, you know they're doing a pretty good job just being active here tonight, as you saw it.
2: Yeah, and to talk you talk through a few highlights because we don't have anything built right now. Like yeah. uh, early in the first period, shorthanded, uh, Noah Hannifin gets a rebound chance on on one of the uh, opportunities. Yeah. Weger had a sh- shot in the slot that led to a great chance. Yeah, uh, Rasmus Anderson in. had the goal called back. Yeah. and then we fast forward to the second period. These guys, there was multiple times where you saw both defensemen from either side involved in the cycle, keeping plays alive, forcing the play down the boards, uh, jumping in, doing the little scissor plays and rotating with the the forwards. And when that's happening, it requires the forwards to be paying attention, right? And that requires responsibility on their part to fill in. And I thought the team looked organized. And again, I feel like their cycles took over the play in the second period. As a defender, when you look at it from that perspective, how difficult can that be to,
1: you know, maintain positioning and make sure everybody's marked and all that, you know, when you've got guys who are kind of active throughout the zone like that?
2: Yeah, the cycles are miserable. Uh, if a team does a great job of, like, moving pucks in the boards, yeah. moving pucks high to low, um, you're constantly you get your head on a swivel just trying to pick guys up. Right. It's not easy to track the puck in situations like that. Um, the other big thing is, it just it. It's, if you're not communicating in your own end and you're not going to use your own hit and pin physicality as the defending team, yep. well, then it just continues and you're continues and continues. So um, they did a good job taking advantage tonight. Yeah, no problem. No,
1: uh, no question about that. Let's, uh, let's go back inside the Calgary Flames locker room. Let's hear from one of the stars in this game, and that would be uh, the goaltender, Jacob Markstrom, 33 saves in the victory tonight for the Flames. Jacob, please
0: facing them down LA there It didn't go the way you wanted what can you say about the bounce back effort here uh, across the board
7: yeah I mean obviously not too happy about uh, the last meeting against these guys and you know still fresh in the memory and you know today I thought we played a better better game and uh, you know big two points
0: how did you see the Fiala save because it was brilliant we saw a number of looks at it but how did you see that thing taking place uh well,
7: had some people in front of the net and when it got up to the D and you know I thought he was gonna shoot it and then you know he passed it got a little late so but you know lucky enough it, it hit me so.
0: When you get three goals that don't go your way and the one was quite a long period of time to wait and wonder does that change your approach or do you just kind of sit there like everybody else and just kind of wait to find out?
7: Yeah just like you guys I'm just chilling and relaxing and see what happens.
0: Jacob I wanted to ask you about another Fiala save Lindholm was just saying like he had a breakaway for so long at the end of the first there that it was almost like a penalty shot. So what what's going through your mind in that
7: moment? Uh I mean it's better to just kinda not have anything in your mind and, and you know, kinda just wait him out because, you know, he wasn't going very fast and uh, you know, just wait to see what he was gonna do and not bite on anything before that.
3: So much pride in, in what you bring to this team to be a, a difference maker on a, a like tonight what's that mean to you
7: uh big two points that's uh you know put them in the books and then go back to work
5: they came in with uh, 19 goals i think it was in the last three games uh, other than your stocks what else helped to uh, keep them at one
7: uh, i mean Obviously, you know, all the players sacrificing, blocking shots and, uh, you know, making sure uh, the vision is clear for me when, when the shots come from the outside. And, you know, I thought we did a good job with that. So so the guys played a good game.
1: Did you find the team was, like, better managing the play in front of you? Now? All right, there's uh, some of Jacob Markstrom, and obviously uh, the only thing that matters uh, in his mind and everyone else in that locker room is the big two points. They get that tonight. Uh, another one of those key members, and uh, really the stretch here, uh, 21 games in the NHL is second-year pro. Walker Dewar seems to be kind of finding a real niche here. And I know he can, he talks about how he uses his speed as a weapon. But uh, what have you seen from a guy that appears to be settling into a role in the NHL right
2: now? Well, he's doing what Daryl Sutter asks the most of his young guys. He's like, you're given an opportunity make the most of it. And he's just been very consistent in his play. He hasn't had to do anything extremely flashy. But again, he's... Been skating. He's been physical. Uh, him and his line mates have some really nice chemistry going on here, as of recently. And again, he's not he's not given Daryl any excuses not to take him out of the lineup. And tonight we see this this line averaging right around 10, 11 minutes. And it's easier to be in a game when that happens. And it's nice to gain the tr- trust of your coach. We saw them out there at the end of the third period when they're trying to lock down this lead. So it's all well deserved. And he's been a big catalyst for even Lewis and uh, Luchich's play as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Milan uh, Lucic said it at the end of the uh, second
1: period, they're just sort of playing to their strengths. Nothing crazy, just keeping it simple, but it's been effective and uh, they've used it to contribute some big moments here in the last couple of nights. Let's hear from uh, Walker Dewar uh, tonight as well, first star for the Calgary Flames. What
6: did you see as the difference out there tonight? Um, I thought just our 60-minute our effort, staying with it the the whole game, it was felt like kind of a playoff game. We had our pushes, they had their pushes, and you know I thought Marky stood on his head tonight and gave us a chance to win for sure. Trevor
2: Lewis is a savvy veteran. Was that a bank pass or a missed
6: shot? I don't know. You might have to ask him, but if I'm a betting man, I think he's just trying to shoot, and just a uh, good bounce there for us, and I was able to put it in. It's nice to come out on top of
5: one of these one-goal games after having so many go the other way so far this season.
6: Yeah, I think it's uh, it was kind of bound to happen, right? We've been putting in the effort, and... Um, yeah, it was nice to see one going our way.
4: A lot of the calls go going your way, especially with those disallowed goals. Just curious how you thought your team responded after each of
6: them. Yeah, I think just kind of having that a next shift mentality, kind of flush it, and um, whether it goes your way or not, just getting back out there and um, getting back to the game plan for sure. Well, that's a
0: lot of horsepower down there to keep that one goal for the last two periods. What was the secret besides
6: Jacob? Um, yeah, besides Markey making those huge saves, I think just kind of keeping them to the outside and getting in the shot lanes and just not letting them uh, use the seams just um, kind of keeping them to the outside I think.
1: Sort of it seemed to me like one of the key moments
2: played out in slow motion there at the end of the first period. Piala's got a breakaway from the red line in basically. How did you see that? What's kind of going through your mind at that moment and how did you see it unfold
6: um, Yeah I can't really remember how, how we got the breakaway but um, yeah you know he's a dangerous player coming down. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of confidence in Markey, and we've seen him make that save plenty of times. So um wasn't a surprise that he made the save, and I'm um, really happy that he did. You
5: talked about having a playoff feel today. Did it have that sort of emotion that you guys want to have with those kind of games going forward with the playoff style?
6: Yeah, I think so. I thought we were all invested from the drop of the puck. Um, really good atmosphere. It was a really good crowd. And, yeah, I thought it was a physical, um, kind of a tight-checking playoff-type game. What
2: was the mood on the bench and the feel when Markstrom was making those big saves that he made so many for that second and third
6: yeah, I think mean it gives a huge jump to the group, right? You see him um, kind of bailing us out at times, and he's giving his best effort, so we can only go out there and do the same for him.
3: Have you noticed some fans starting
6: to chant uh, do when you're touching the puck? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm just kind of focused on carrying the puck there, but, you know, I mean, it's cool if they are, but, no, I don't notice it. We talked the other
0: day.
2: You know, you're only a couple years removed from college. You didn't know what was what was coming next when you signed. So, what's it like to be in this wild card chase and be, I guess, such an
0: impact in these games?
6: Yeah, I think it's it's kind of cool for me. I'm just kind of take it as a regular game and not really get caught up in that stuff and just go out there and you know play my game and do what I can to help the team win. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Walker. (laughs)
0: Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well.
1: All right, welcome back. Flames TV Live. It's the postgame show brought to you by Original 16. And let's go straight to the out-of-town scoreboard because Flames take care of their business on this end and now uh, part of being on the outside looking in is you uh, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and it was not a favorable result in Boston, just the fourth regulation loss of the season of the Bruins and uh, Nashville hands it to them. So uh, that's a tough one, uh, but there is some good news, at least to this point, and that would be with the game that is currently going on in San Jose. There you see some of the other uh, work, Edmonton, obviously, that's a kind of a tough one at the top of the Pacific Division against the Vegas Golden Knights. But the last page here as we take a look now, updated, into the third period, so they're just about to drop the puck in the third, and San Jose has a lead over Winnipeg, one uh, nothing, heading into the third period. So obviously the Flames are now within two points of a playoff spot, entering uh, the third period there, and then we'll await to see what happens. But uh, I know it's, you know, not the position you don't want to be looking at the out of town scoreboard, but the most important thing is you're uh, you're doing your part here tonight and uh, Saturday as well.
2: Yeah, and it was nice with Nashville getting the win in Boston tonight, and you know, like you said handing them one of their very few regulation yeah. losses. while well, this LA Kings team tonight came in in the month of March, 9-0-2 with not a regulation loss. A so yeah. nice for the Calgary Flames to hand one out as well. Yeah, absolutely. Keep Snaps
1: 12-game point streak and uh, a huge win here tonight as we put a wrap on a, a 2-1 victory. The Calgary Flames uh, make it back-to-back wins here to finish off this three-game homestand, and they do so with a pair of goals in the first period and overcoming three. Not one, not two, but three no goals or disallowed goals, however you want to look at it, Uh, but an effective night for the Calgary Flames to get it done. Andrew Mangiapane, Walker Dewar, the goal scorers, Jacob Markstrom, Sensational, makes 33 stops in the victory for the Flames. Next up, it's a road trip, just one off into Vancouver for the first time this season. They'll play two more in van, including one coming up this weekend, and then uh, back at home on April the 2nd a Sunday early game, 6 p.m. against the Anaheim Ducks. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live. The Flames within two points of a playoff spot as of right now. Back at it later this week in Vancouver.